back to the jerks in the fourth row. Uh, tonight, I am admittedly getting a little bit out of my comfort zone as we touch on the topic of fantasy movies. Uh, dog, I, I, I'm going to lean heavily on you for this one because... You can I, see the discomfort in your face. Like, I, in, in leading up to this, like, I appreciate you going with this. I don't know why you're so uncomfortable, like... I, you know, I, I was saying beforehand, you can have a negative opinion about something. Well, okay. yeah, I, but I do admit that there are fantasy movies that I do like. I think this whole conversation started because I think recently you've been rewatching The Lord of the Rings. I am a fan of The Lord of the Rings. I like The Lord of the Rings. Yeah, hang on, hang on. What is this podcast, Broad Strokes? It's the jerks talk their opinion on fantasy movies. Okay, now you like Lord of the Rings. What, what you say that with hesitation? Uh, no, I, there's no hesitation. Like, like when the Lord of the Rings won the Oscar for the Return of the King or the Two Towers or whatever the one it was, I was, I was the first one to say, yeah, that deserves. That was my favorite movie of the year. I have spent days watching back-to-back Lord of the Rings. Like, I, I am a big fan. I think the thing that makes me uncomfortable is maybe the culture that surrounds it. Like, you would never catch me dead dressing up as, like, an elf at, like, a Comic-Con thing. And so I just, like, yeah. like there's a but culture... Yeah, like, only those, only, like, hardcore fantasy fans are the only people who agree these are, like, good movies. They're, like think they're great movies in fact like i have a lot of buddies who are just totally you know just like average joes who like will tell you lord of the rings is the best shit ever it, you know like, yeah I, not, I went, i'm not gonna go that far and i, I definitely uh, um, within the same realm i did enjoy game of thrones i don't think i was the number one fit like i don't think that it belongs in the top tier of things ever i i respect it and i liked it and i think that's probably, as we talked on past podcasts, why I wasn't as pissed off at the final season as everyone else was, because I wasn't, like, that much invested. But I, I liked it. I definitely liked it. Would you, cons- you would consider Game of Thrones fantasy, right? Yeah, like, I, I'm glad. Any, any, anytime <laughs> I'm glad a dragon's involved, and we're talking, we're, like, right, before we even get into, like, d- different kinds, <laughs> let's, let's, let's define, like, types of fantasy movies because i think yeah all right all right yeah so what is fantasy to you like what are we what 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 is it in your head i mean anytime that we're bringing in any type of witch any type of wizard any type of dragon any type of thing like troll elf anything where everyone in the movie is accepting that that is real like that is a real thing that's a part of their universe then we've got a fantasy movie here yeah, right. Does it can it exist on Earth? No. Like can it? Well, like, yeah, yeah. It, I mean, they like can Middle use Earth, Earth as, like, as a place, but usually, like, they're made up towns and they're like made right. up villages. Like, that's what I see as fantasy. Right. Um, it, right. it can fantasy can also be a movie where someone does live in Earth, but they spend the majority of their time like just dreaming up something, like dreaming an up alternate an alternate reality. Like an alternate state or yeah. alternate reality. Yeah, yes. I'm glad you said that too. So we're actually in, to- I'm in total agreement with everything you're saying. Um, like, surprise, surprise. I'm, that, uh, we don't always, you don't always nail it for me, but that nailed it for me. Okay. Like, and so, cause like Big Fish, I, now we, you know, we can start to get into our movies and stuff. I would consider uh, fantasy, right? For sure, yeah. It's alter reality. Like you're, you're very aware that he's not on. He's not seeing what we're all seeing. You know, like the right. the way that he or, tells a story 
makes it seem more like a dream than reality. He's living in a fantasy world. Yeah. So like, so yeah, we, I totally agree that it's gotta be, you know, completely accepted that the, the rules, just the typical rules of, of our existence don't apply. So and that there are like there are characters within it that aren't real. Like they're like elves, like you said, is like, okay. So going back to Lord of the Rings, you, you, you love it and it's great. But, mm-hmm. And then, so you think it's just the culture that turns you off, like the, the hardcoreness or like the, the geek fan culture? Yeah, or? so I mean, like I, like I like, we've talked about action movies and we, like what about that genre makes the people who are hardcore fans of it want to dress up and be those types of people? I watch action movies. I watch, you know, comedies. I, I watch romantic comedies. I watch all all genres, horror movies. At never at one point have I ever wanted to dress up as like Michael Myers or or John yeah, Mc, but John I, McCain. I think you're, John, you're focused on such a small part of like the these movies' impact on culture or like movies in general or or you know, not even just movies like HBO taking on Game of Thrones and uh, like, okay, so it doesn't just have to be movies. Um, but because, and then oftentimes they are multiple movies or multiple series or multiple episode series like uh, Lord of the Rings or, um, but, uh, <clears throat> so I'm losing track here. No, so I guess what I'm saying is the culture surrounding fantasy, I just don't know why that, that, that's the part that makes me really want to dive in and like, really watch like some of these you know niche or niche films like the ones that i'm watching are the game of these are mainstream at least what i consider mainstream this is the game of thrones this is the lord of the rings this is the star wars like if like that's that's the type of fantasy that i'm willing to watch because you know 10 million people can't be wrong or whoever a billion people can't be wrong so i want to be a part of that conversation I'm just not going to that fantasy genre in my in my watching app on Netflix, whatever, and and perusing for the for like a niche comedy. I will do that with action. I'll do that with comedy. I'll do that with drama. I'll do that with pretty much any other genre. Horror movies. I'll give them all a try. I'm not going down the rabbit hole on fantasy because I, for whatever reason, like a shitty fantasy movie is ten times worse than like a shitty horror movie to me. Okay, so I'm glad you said a horror movie too, because it's like that—that's how I feel about like the horror genre in terms of like I'm not obsessive over it. Like I have my favorites from the horror genre, or like the you know like, but I don't think that I'm not obsessed with with like it as a genre. Like you're not obsessed with fantasy, mm-hmm. but you still can appreciate like those fantastical worlds, or like I, like the way I can still appreciate. A, a few horror movies here and there like just because you're a fan, not a fan of the genre doesn't mean that there aren't some great stuff within it and that's what i want to touch upon is like lord of the rings the star wars for me the dark crystal series um like i i straight up i i think it's some of the most compelling stuff because it challenges you to be like immersed in it um and if you get and if it's if it's good enough like lord of the rings to actually bring you there it's like wow that's some really compelling mm like really compelling storytelling or, uh, you know, the Lord of the Rings, the Lord of the Rings, what it had going for you too, is anyone who was in my generation had, had read the Hobbit, um, or some sort of 
book along the way like i feel like it was almost mandatory reading back in the day that that series or like that 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 genre was was something that you'd have to read so you so going into it i was already familiar with the characters or at least some of the backstory or the universe that they lived in so that definitely helped star wars is just like i feel like you just couldn't help but watch it like it's I loved it as a kid. I absolutely loved Star I, Wars. I still do right? like I still do like Star Wars, and I was in the theaters to see the the first two of of the episodes seven and eight. But yeah, it's and it's less about so it, it that's a fantastic story told, and, it, and it's an exciting action movie on top of being or act, they're exciting action movies on top of being fantasy. You know, so it's they're not just like one. Fan, just because they're in a fantasy realm, like you were so hesitant coming into this podcast because well, I just don't like know you anything. Hate, hated talking about it. It, it would like, just be like someone coming to an action, wanting to talk about action films, and all they had seen was like Die Hard, uh, Terminator, and maybe like The Rock or some Nicolas Cage movie. Like that. That's it. And like that's all I had seen. And then I want to talk about action films. I feel like. That's where I am with fantasy. Like I've only seen what whatever is the the top five fantasy movies, and then that's it. So you you asked so, me. Go ahead. So would you say? Well, what would you say is the most impactful uh, fantasy movie? Okay, so, star fantasy movie series or or fantasy story. You asked me to come. Your life. You asked me to come with five. I would say Lord of the Rings, Game of Thrones, Star Wars. Um, What's the other one? Oh, uh, Harry Potter, I think, is is up there. And what's the last one that I have thought about? Uh, I can't I can't remember the last the last ones. Did I say Star Wars? Yeah, I said Star Wars. But what what, what would you add to that? But those no, those I are mean, like the top ones. So it doesn't have to be necessary. Like so, the Dune. I think Dune is is fantasy, yeah. right? That's fair, but I mean, I never saw the original Dune. I just watched this newest one, and I had no idea what the hell was going on. I mean, that's what I'm saying. I, I feel like you have a narrowed, uh, like, idea of what fantasy is. Like, like it, it doesn't. So I think we need to define like it, it, so sci-fi versus fantasy. Like, is Star Trek fantasy or is it sci-fi? Well, I, off camera, like. We talked about Star Wars potentially being fantasy. It is. It's definitely fantasy. I, I, I mean, just because it's space travel and, and has the word star in it, I don't consider Star Trek to be in that same realm. No, there are talking right. like, there's that guy with like the forehead. There's like aliens and stuff that people just accept to be reality. Right. But it's a little less that, but still same crowd. I guess, I guess, yeah, we can consider that. So I feel like, but I feel like it's all about like the, like technical, you know, explanations of like what's actually happening as opposed to star Wars. They don't explain why it's happening. It's just like, Oh, they're midichlorian. So they're Jedi. So you just like, Oh, okay. Now we're there. Like, that's why it's fantasy. Like, as opposed to explaining why, you know, I, again, that's like science fiction mm. is, is, is different. Like it's in the explanation and the detail. Yeah. And you, I think that's, it's in the same realm. Like the detail oriented stuff is, is what draws some of the, the, the nerd culture in. Yeah. Like the, you know, focusing on each character, each, you know, story. It's learning, like, learning the dialect. It's just like, ah, who has the time? Yeah. For that? None of that matters to me. It could still be a good story and like you know have a an, an impact on you like 
you know, rewatching Lord of the Rings, I was telling you earlier that, you know, when I'm watching it, I'm not looking at Sean Beam. I'm looking at, you know, <clears throat> Boromir or Faramir, whatever, you know, like, uh, I, but I'm, I'm looking at Frodo. I'm looking at, you know, Aragorn. I don't, I don't see Sir Ian McKellen when I'm looking at uh, Gandalf. Like, I'm totally just accepting them as the characters. Yeah. And, and it's crazy that none of them got typecasted or just left in those roles. You know, they all have gone on. Each each of those cast members pretty much have gone on to to do. Yeah, I mean Elijah Wood. Elijah Wood for sure. Rudy was he was Sam was Rudy before he was anything like so John Aston. Yeah, yeah. If anything, I I see that as him. I mean Gandalf. Anytime I see him, I I'm like okay, that's Gandalf. Sure, but you're right. Talent, Vigo Vigo Mortensen. Um, who else? He's uh, probably. I think Vigo's the only one who maybe got left in that role. I don't think so. No, no. I I think of history of violence, and I think of the the what's the the last road or the ro- no the road the road the yeah, road. The like road I, I definitely really think really. of him in in those roles way more than I think of him in in Lord of the Rings. Um, but yeah, the, like I mean, I, I think that you could say that about any movie, though. Like, I mean, if if someone's if someone has a defining role, it just sticks with them throughout. It doesn't necessarily. That's not unique to fantasy. No, no. But I'm just saying that Lord of the Rings is totally my fantasy one that that I just go allow myself to suspend reality for you know hours on end, and I'm totally accepting that they are those characters. I mean, I it, 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 I also don't do that very often, but I, I was doing that with Lord of the Rings recently, and I was just like, dude, this is so sweet. Like, And it's only because it was so well done, and I think the actors believed in their role so much, too. So it's not just because... It's it's a, it's a culmination of all the, the great aspects of, of good storytelling. Mm. So I mean, to have Peter but, Jackson tied to it, too, is... is yeah. It helps. At, yeah, least, for, it at least for me. I mean, uh, the cinematography is awesome. Um, tell me, other than the Dark Crystal, I know this is one that you've been trying to get me to watch, and I, I will. It's the Jim Henson. Um, I mean, I feel like you will either latch onto that or you won't. Like there, it's like mostly it's puppets, so it's you know. I'm I am not anti puppet. I can I can handle puppet. Uh, <laughs> the the other than those, tell me a deep cut fantasy that you have enjoyed in the last I don't know five years. Like a deep when I say deep cut, something that wasn't up for like an Oscar or something that I wouldn't have heard of. Mm, okay, um, Annihilation uh, is so that's so I guess that's more like sci fi, isn't it? Um, so I, I have been liking a lot of the sci fi stuff, but where's have you seen Annihilation? Where it's like this. There's like this orb that's like yeah. spreading. Yep. It's uh, I don't yep. want to give away too much. I mean, it's it's essentially the sphere only in space. Yeah, but yeah, I, well, I, it's on planet Earth. Oh, anyways, but that's that's definitely sci-fi. Um, I don't know. It's that, that's that's a tough question. Um, I, I've watched Big Fish as I mentioned earlier recently, and I feel like that's one of my all-time fantasy favorites. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Like I don't know. That's another one where I just totally am accepting like the the goofiness of the story, or like the goofiness of the depiction of the story. Uh, would you consider any of the Marvel movies to be fantasy? No. So that's I think the superhero genre is its own thing. Okay. So I think it's outside of fantasy because, and it well, is like, a lot but of like people accept Earth. the Hulk for 
like he's kind of a monster, you know, like they just accept, oh, that that person exists in this world. And oh, there goes, you know, someone who can fly that like, okay, cool. Like, but that's that's. No, I mean, it, it, it. I think it just because of what it's become, it's it's something different than fantasy. Okay. I mean, but it definitely has all the elements of 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 a fantasy movie, but or a fantasy style. Uh, but no, I don't. I, I wouldn't consider any of the Marvel stuff from it. But but no, I just wanted to get you to talk about why, because I don't think you dislike fantasy. I think you just more dislike the culture i, I, think just, I don't what, I, yeah I, I don't understand it it's like why doesn't this culture exist for in all genres of movies why is it just the fantasy that that draws in the comic-con culture and mm-hmm. like you like you said the other on our, our last podcast like you wouldn't want to be or two podcasts ago like you wouldn't want to be in a theater where someone's screaming in like like the horror crowd like you're, you're like that would take away from it like if I'm standing next to a stormtrooper when I'm about to go into the theater, I'm like, get me out of here! Like, no, like I, I don't want to be a part of this. <laughs> Is that wrong? Like, I feel like I, I sound judgy. That's why. That's where my hesitation was because I no, just didn't no, want to sound. No, it's not. Like... It's not wrong. It's it's just funny because it's like no. So Maddie used to say this sometimes. Is like I don't want to like something that someone likes that much. Like I don't want to ever like anything that much. Like, cause it's one thing, you know, like how can you, it's, it's obsessive. It's like obsessive culture, I think is, is what's off putting about it. Yeah. It's it, it more so than it being just a quote nerdy or, or what, or anything like that. Like it's, it's more just the obsessive nature of like, yeah, no, so I think, I think that Star that's Wars. right because there are people who are involved that aren't nerds. Like the, the, the jerks, right. just to be very clear, we are pro nerd on this, on this on this podcast exactly we've spent hours and hours talking to our computer with each other like we are pro nerd it's it i think you're right i think you nailed it it's more of like the obsessive like uh i don't like anybody who obsesses over any type of like iconic celebrity like some specific like anyone who's just like so focused on one singular thing i I, is just like i don't like that culture that you know that um iconization um, I, I I think you know it's like there are more bands than just the Beatles. Yeah. Sometimes, although I love the Beatles, you know, there's some sure. people who just who can only hear. It's like nope, that, that's it. The music stopped with them. And I hear what that's you're an saying. Over exaggeration, but yeah. actually, like a better comparison would probably be like Deadheads or uh, <laughs> uh, like Fish fans. Like right. it's like guys, there are other there there's other movies that exist. There are other bands that exist out there than just you know Star Wars or just fish and that's a strange comparison because the two types of people who are in those sure. groups are very different but it's that right it's that obsessive nature that so i i in my cousins have fought me on this i bet you brian conley might hear this and be pissed because he likes the dead um but i i just don't get like the culture around it it's it's not like it's for me. It's the obsessive nature has totally been a turnoff. My yeah, I've never been able to get into it. Right. Okay. I, I I hear you now, and you're defining this for me too. It's the it's like this is beyond just enjoying the music. This is a lifestyle now. Like this right. Is- right. You've taken it into like you've tattooed that on your body. Although I actually I do have friends with Star Wars tattoos, and that and they're not even as obnoxious about it. Like. It's like you can you, you can take it even beyond that, and, and I think that's what's that turns me off of it. Another question for you for fantasy. Yeah, can animation be fantasy? 
Yeah, so... Because uh, isn't animation in its own right just fantasy? Yeah, movie? but like anime, I feel like the anime, there's a lot of that Japanese stuff that is straight fantasy. Um, or like, like I, I think that's, yeah, I think animation is its own... Do you think do you think all Disney movies are fantasy with like right do, right with like so no. be, look at Beauty and the Beast there's like talking candlesticks Ariel right. uh, mermaid there's talking crabs like are right. there no that's something different even in, even like the when they're doing all those now in real life it's still not the same for some reason okay that's not like, fantasy like, you wouldn't consider me, Lion King fantasy for me you nailed it with like the the uh the dragons in the uh, like so for me i had chronicles of narnia on here mm-hmm. as well like that's for me like quintessential fantasy as well like i don't know why that whole like we, i th- feel like we have a very dungeons and dragons type of idea of what fantasy because that's another obsessive culture is dungeons and dragons too that's yeah. kind of like mixed in with it um in a in a way um okay. but that's totally the idea that i had coming in that was the, I think that was the fifth one that I thought of before. And I don't have my notes next to me, but the Stranger Things culture that really like kind of took off. I watched it because everyone was talking about it, so I watched it. And by like the third season, I'm just like, all right, I'm I'm over this. Like, there's only so many demi gorgons or super whatever that I can really just like worry about. Like, if if L can never die, then all right. Like why why am I still watching this? Like they can always what? just be like, okay, we we need to bring her back. Like the rules that they came up with in that show just lost me because they were so fantastical. So like the definition for definition's sake, like I loved that each realm of of Lord of the Rings or the of Middle Earth was well defined and like had these deep backstories. Like for me that does something whereas like sometimes some of these shows get so specific just for specificity's sake mm-hmm. and i think that's where i get you know turned off like there's actually depth to the storytelling which i guess you'd have to spend time with and that's another thing to spend so much time focused on one thing is like it's I, th- there's only so much i can do that with i think yeah. Or there's so many fant- fantastical worlds I can do that with, and and that's why I feel like what I wanted to get into is like your like what are your fantasies, and you, I think you've explained my fantasy. fantasy. Oh, we're fantasy getting movies. into that. What are my fantasies? Well, wow. <laughs> fantasy movies. Oh, oh, all right. Um, so and it was like Star Wars. It's I, the same I, as me. I do have two kind of deep cuts that uh, I think would, could be considered fantasy movies. Uh, do you remember the movie Sucker Punch? Yes. Yeah, you love that movie. It, I didn't love it's it. a fantasy movie in two different ways. Well, <laughs> I'm sure you've had some fantasies about that movie. Uh, but would you? Did you ever watch Sucker Punch? Uh, I don't know if I actually ever made it all the way through. Okay, I've tried. It's bad. It's really bad. Yeah, it is bad. But I put it in the fantasy more so in the one that we described as is like these people are almost like living in a dream world rather than what was right. real. And they would like, you could always tell like a, a certain part of the movie would happen and it would come with like this guitar or like long violin noise and you're going right back into like alter reality. So that's like kind of maybe Sin City. I don't know if Sin City is. Oh, that's a good one. Fantasy. No. But I don't think it is though. I think that's just like exaggerated. That's almost like comic books come to life type deal. Right. Like, 
Right. So uh, how about I, I was writing these down and I didn't know um, if I was going to conclude up. So how about like movies like Airplane or like Hot Shots part two, or like the like the um, Lee, the Leslie Nielsen one. So like I know they're like. No, those aren't fantasy. Those are those are slapstick. Those just that's just all slapstick. Yeah, but no they're also like it. fantasy that that could actually happen. But so that's a hard no on your end. Um, no, the other the other deep cut that I had. I guess it's not a deep cut, depending on which generation is listening to this. But the never ending story was another one. Yeah, was, nice. Yeah, never ending story. Yeah, yeah. that that thing that would t- technically wasn't a dragon, but for all intents and purposes, it was. Uh, but that seemed to be fancy again. And it was Falcor, just a boy. Falcor, the, the it was like the dream dragon or something like that. Right. So again, we, we're knowing that this isn't a real world, but yet like. We're, we're very aware okay. that we're in someone's dream. Like, that was another one that we grew up with that was, like... Yeah, famous. Labyrinth with David Bowie. Oh. Would you consider Labyrinth fantasy? I don't think I've ever actually seen Labyrinth all the way through. Oh, dude. Labyrinth is ridiculous. It's Jim Hens- It's a Jim Henson creation, so, like, it's got all the, the puppets and stuff. But it, it's David Bowie as, like, Jareth the Goblin King, and he's just, like... It makes no sense. It's just a movie, like... They just wanted to do a movie with Jim Henson and David Bowie, and like it's, anyways, it, it's it, it's in an alternative like dream state, dream state. But, uh, but anyways, um, uh, do you think so? I've seen Pan's Labyrinth. That's that one's kind of freaky, but definitely. yeah, I would say. Uh, that's a that's not okay. So how about yeah, Guillermo del Toro? Everything that Guillermo del Toro, yeah, is he a fan, fantasy specialist or is he? Yeah, that's that's. I think so. I think so. That's a really great call. Um, and I I should have brought that up because I recently got into his series uh, uh, on Netflix, and it was like yeah, that's got to be fantasy. Uh, but it's also like there are elements of horror and right. And gore and stuff like that, but I think in the end that that it is actually like fantasy stuff. Guillermo del Toro is like the gray area between fantasy and like a Tim Burton movie, kind of like his. That's kind of like where his avenue is. It's all kind of a little bit off-putting, a little bit alter reality, but at the same time, like Shape of Water, like okay, all you have to do is just believe that this one like sea monster exists, and then everything else is is in line with the real world. So. Mm-hmm. It touches yeah. on it. No, that's a great call because I think it, it, it's got to be fantasy, especially going back to Pan's Labyrinth. So much of it exists, like in that fantasy world. <laughs> Bless you. Excuse me. Bless you. Is that yeah. the first sneeze we've had on the Jerks podcast? It might be. Yeah, it's got to be. It's got to be. I'm coming down with a cold. Market. It. Yeah, it's no. that time of year. Uh, but that that's really all I had to say. I mean, I, I think that you and I are in agreement with our uh, definition of it. Um, I am open to watching it, but uh, to watching a fantasy. But if the second it's a bad one and the second I just be like, this is stupid, then you're going to it's going to I'm going to get further and further away from being open minded. about. So you this. can sit through a, a, a bad action movie before you could sit through uh, a stupid. So this is why like, yes. The, this is why I'm not sure if you'll love the Dark Crystal. It's like, it's in depth for in depth sake, which I'm talking against my what I was saying earlier. All right, but that's it's, that's it's, like one of. It sounds I like love, I just love the depth of it. Uh, it's cool. It sounds like that's where I'm going. It sounds like that's my next step. So that'll be my homework. <clears throat> that the Guillermo del Toro, 
Del Toro series is awesome too. The Cabinet of something. It's, it's on Netflix. But all right. All right. Really cool. Good. All right. Any other recommendations or anything else before we wrap that, this that's pod up? That's a good place up? to start. So don't uh, go go get your fantasy on. All right, man. We should like exit out with like the ludicrous song here because that's that's also anytime I hear fantasy, we'll, yeah. we'll do that in yeah. post production. Yeah. All right, man. Peace. Peace. Uh, uh, I wanna get you in the Georgia Dome on a 50 yard line while the dirty bird kicks the tree. And if you like it in the club, we can do it in a DJ booth or in the back of the VIP. With cream, with cherries and strawberries on top, nigga, don't stop. Keep the door locked, don't knock, water bowl.